Why am I here? Where am I going? What is my purpose? These are questions that have been with the human being throughout history. Hello and welcome, wherever you are in the world. Today we present the audio reflection that opens our monthly activities. Every month, we explore a different aspect of the universal wisdom through a series of weekly public talks on Zoom. For more information about our event, follow the links in the written description below. We hope that our podcast will provide you with food for thought, inspiration for new questions, and impulses in your research for new answers. If one looks back at the Egyptian cosmology and one finds the constant research to understand the connection between the stars, that which is above, of what is divine, absolute, and life here below, our mortal life. The knowledge of ancient Egypt was then taken up in their hermetic philosophy and condensed into the Emerald Tablet and various other texts. That there is but one wisdom that has always been preserved and on which mankind has drawn whenever and wherever in the world he might be. That all Gnostic redemptive work is rooted in the original knowledge that deliverance of man is possible only through the resurrection of the hermetic or mercury man, the real divine man who lives out of a consciousness enlightened in God, the absolute oneness. Consider the mystery behind the construction of the pyramids and the Sphinx. What a timeless testimony between earth and heaven, between the reality of human life and the all manifestation. Or think about the Christian schools of initiation making their way across Europe and the Mediterranean basin as well, founding communities in search of the inner Christ. Ponder the alchemists trying to transform lead into gold, the material experience into the spiritual consciousness. So firstly, we are not alone in asking, who am I? Where am I going? And what is my purpose? And secondly, what? Can I do about it? In discovering the universal thread of knowledge called the universal wisdom, we come upon mention of the chain of the universal brotherhood. 
the term chain, it implies that there has been a divine intervention for humanity, actually, um, always and everywhere. And that at all times, there has been a reaction to this intervention. And people have appeared who devoted their entire life to finding and obeying this destiny. In this way, countless people have shaped an immortal figure with a consciousness that surpassed any duality and limitation. Together, they have formed an uninterrupted chain, a universal brotherhood. Judean Christians of Jerusalem, the first Christians, had the idea that the person Jesus was clothed with the Christ. He was clothed with the Christ at the baptism in the Jordan when the Holy Spirit descended upon him. That is, what was mortal was clothed with that which is immortal. We should die in Christ, stated Paul in the Bible, in order to subsequently be able to arise in Christ. This dying is not meant as dying in the ordinary sense but as discarding one's earthly, egocentric nature and then simultaneously building a new spiritual body. In doing this, one must be patient, tolerant, and gently courageous because of the divine love within which can bear everything one can share in patient endurance. Many Gnostic esoteric Christian schools arose over time, from the Manichaeans in North Africa, to the Bogomils in the Balkans, to the Cathars in southern France. And all taught of the discarding of the old egocentric materialistic human being and bringing about the new eternal spiritual one. The Cathars called this patient transformation the endura. The word endura can also mean to bring forth, in other words, by discarding the old materialistic human nature, one brings forth a new spiritual human nature. We're talking about a process here, a complete change, a transmutation through purification, altering one's entire being. We are actually, we are talking about alchemy. No, not the archaic alchemy you may have heard of, which in one transforms actual lead into gold by following a series of experiments and following also instructions, but a 
living alchemy, a Rosicrucian alchemy. True alchemy is a method of changing the human being from a mortal biological phenomenon of nature into an immortal child of the divine spirit. To do so, you need a philosopher's stone. Where can you obtain this? No, it's not a real stone. You must make it within. Every seeker has in his heart a pure, eternal spark of God. And with this spark, there is the possibility to create the philosopher's stone. In every one of us, there is a divine spark. It resides in the heart of absolutely every human being. And this spark can be thought of as well, a lotus bud and has been in Egyptian times or as a rosebud and now as a divine spirit spark atom. At a certain point, the spark begins to radiate, the bud begins to open, and the way to open the bud or to transform it is to realize our egocentric perception of this universe is not the real universe, the universe of God. Through our egocentricity, we disconnect ourselves from the one spirit, from the universe, and make of this three-dimensional world of nature where everything turns in unending circles of birth, life, and death into our own prison. In doing so, we hinder our spiritual destiny to become spirit beings, to long deeply for life in the universe of God, to yearn for it. Oh, this longing for God is answered swiftly. It magnetically attracts an immensely powerful light of an extremely high vibration. This divine light enters into the heart of the human being, the spark, the spirit spark atom. The rosebud bursts open and gives birth to a new soul. In fact, the living philosopher's stone. The new soul, which is born in the heart, in God's hollow place, slowly spreads like a fire through the whole body. That is, it does, providing the alchemist surrenders himself to the new soul has made his surrender of self the most important thing in his or her life. It is a purifying fire, purifying fire that cleanses and purifies the alchemist. It spreads through the blood, the autonomic nervous system, the hormones of the endocrine glands and the chakras, it builds up a new tree of life in the spinal cord. And when the process is complete, 
for example, when the alchemist has created room in his heart, which means he is totally pure and selfless, the Holy Spirit can enter into his tree of life, his cerebral spinal nervous system, and give him a new consciousness. This means union with the universal wisdom, with the Gnostic wisdom, with the divine wisdom, and therefore total liberation from the limitations of death in this three-dimensional perception of the universe. Of time, of suffering, and of evil. The seeker has used the philosopher's stone to turn his own leaden being into gold and to make the elixir of life, endowing him with eternal life in the universe of God. then enters into actually a process of transfiguration in which the old biological personality is systemically dissolved and replaced by a perfect human being, a child of God with an indestructible body. Yes, this process of transfiguration is a possibility if, with unlimited patience, the candidate has truly prepared, has completed the endura to bring forth the new soul. In the past, to help us understand alchemy, archaic symbols were made and used and archaic writings were written and people studied but alchemy is not something you can study or memorize it is not symbolic it's a real process that happens in the physical the etheric and astral and mental bodies Let us explore together the golden thread of knowledge, or as the ancient Greeks would say, gnosis. The golden thread of universal gnosis, universal knowledge, universal wisdom has accompanied humankind throughout the ages. A golden thread of truth is there and holds true as time passes. The universal wisdom, knowledge, truth is always there connecting, even pulling us towards a reality different than the reality of our daily lives. 
Examine with us the deep meaning of universal wisdom as we look closely to discover the golden thread of truth within Egyptian Hermeticism, Esoteric Christianity, and Rosicrucian Alchemy. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you wish to support us in reaching more people, like our posts, rate us with five stars on iTunes, leave a positive comment where you can, or share our content on your social media.